Ultra. This is a Pele Media Podcast. Welcome to Retheme This, the only Patreon exclusive edition of Theme Park This, where we dare to retheme the most beloved of attractions. My name is Scott Corelli, and with me I have Kyle Crane. Ready to kill some children tonight, Scott. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. <laughs> by, by, by that I mean personal children that are close to my heart in these rides. So yes. yes. Oh, <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> and I'm glad uh, you explained that. Yes. And, and uh, 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 pr- uh teacher, Brian Green. <laughs> Ready to kill some children. <laughs> Just kidding. I haven't seen them in like two weeks and it makes me sad. Oh. oh. Um, yeah. So we weren't planning on starting this retheme this so early, but you know, the world being what it is, we just thought, well, <laughs> why not? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, let's get this thing started. So for our very first episode of Retheme This, uh, we are going to be talking about Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Because we're really asking the question not if Twilight Zone Tower of Terror gets uh, rethemed, but when. Because um, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Uh, because at the end of the day, Twilight Zone is not a Disney IP. And so they have to pay licensing fees for it. And at a certain point, that check's going to come due and somebody's not going to want to pay it anymore. And they're going to retheme this sucker. It's, it's going to happen. Oh, yes. Especially given current management uh, being the cheapskates that they are. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How dare you right. question Bob Chapek? Do we have <laughs> we don't we don't have a new uh, Disney Parks person yet, do we? Not no, yet. just their boss. Yeah, he's both. Right. He's like technically speaking, he's like CEO and head of parks. Uh, from my understanding, I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. He that's just got thrust that's into that scary. Position. That's yeah. really scary. It's crazy <laughs> how all of a sudden uh, Bob Iger just, you know, randomly is just like, oh, you know, I'm out. <laughs> See y'all later. And then all of a sudden, a few weeks, the entire world changes and parks are shut down. It's yeah. really weird. Anyway, uh, makes you it makes me really wonder if the uh, Illuminati really is a thing. Yes. <laughs> because <laughs> How did he know? Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah. So uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror. Let's talk about this ride. Now, we talked about it a little bit, um, actually a lot of bit, on our first yeah. episode of uh, Theme Park This. It's uh, Brian's favorite theme park ride. That may have been usurped, though, because Rise of the Resistance, <laughs> it's real effing good. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Maybe, does that uh, does that help at all that we're uh, re-theming this, that it's no longer your absolute favorite ride? It it does a bit, but I've I've also for a very long time been at ease with the fact that it's going to get rethemed and the fact that mission breakout is so good helps me with that yes yes uh mission breakout is arguably the greatest retheming of a ride i mean i can't think of a better one can you can any of you guys hmm no I mean the the inside out emotional whirlwind is a revelation. <laughs> Incredicoaster, maybe I don't. Know. Incredicoaster, <laughs> um, and I'd love a Incredicoaster, but um, yeah. Anyway, uh, 
<laughs> setting the tunnel on fire 20 seconds later oh there's the tunnel butts on fire yeah <laughs> um yeah i mean i don't i can't think of a more successful retheming of an attraction uh than twilight or than uh the the uh, california adventures twilight zone tower of terror into guardians of the galaxy mission breakout um i think that part of the reason that it's so successful is that um you know i know that a lot of people find the building an eyesore uh i think that it's going to look a lot less like an eyesore once uh avengers campus is open but I I think the the reason that it's so successful is because they really thought of it it feels like cuz I I think if I'm not mistaken Mission Breakout was um Joe Rody who did yes. that ride. Yeah. Uh so I I think that what what Joe Rody did was he really like it doesn't feel like a rethemed attraction, you know? It feels like they built it from the ground up with that in mind and the way that you know uh, Joe Rody incorporated the sort of um, up and down, up and down. I, I remember there's like a video of him like talking about it. Uh, I think in the uh, Imagineering doc where he he equates it to like being a baby and getting bounced on on your parents' knee or yeah. like thrown up in the air and caught. You know, um, it's like that same kind of just visceral thrill, and uh, and then just the fact that like the the hands thing, right? Like it's such a fun thing to like uh, point out. I love it. The, my hands don't scan. That whole thing is just so amazing. But like the fact that he built into the story of the ride that you need to put your hands up <laughs> in a drop ride is just like really smart and yeah. feels mm-hmm. like it was designed as part of the ride from the beginning. Um, but really it's just, like an embracing of the tropes of rides like this. And uh, I just, I love it to pieces. And I just think it's an incredible, um, incredible retheme. Kyle, have you, have you ridden Mission Breakout? I have not. I've watched pr- plenty of ride videos on it and it looks like a real blast. I know it, it's always rating like the highest on the unofficial guide to Disneyland's list of, of rides with guests. Um, but no, it, it's one of the prime reasons that I want to make another trip out to Disneyland because it looks yeah. like just such a, like everything you've been saying, a fantastic reskin of a, of a, of a classic ride system. Yeah. Once, once uh, Avengers Campus opens up and there's like nothing else really on the periphery uh, mm-hmm. in the near future, at in uh, at the California parks, you definitely need to get out here, and we need to. Oh yeah, the three of us just like take over the Disney parks for oh, a yeah. weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I I mean, what are your what are your overall thoughts on uh, on Mission Breakout, Brian? Uh, I it's a blast. You know, I I'm constantly at odds with my wife who can't stand drop rides. So sure, uh, sure, it's one of those things I'm constantly like, oh, I want to go on Mission Breakout, but I don't. I want to go on it over and over and over again. <laughs> but right. I also don't want to just abandon my wife. But I, I have such a good time. I think they did something really special in taking a ride that is truly terrifying and making it joyous and mm-hmm. silly and something that you can laugh at. And I think I said this in the the Bonafides episode that. For me, my reaction to being scared is laughing. I, uh-huh. I just giggle like an idiot. And uh-huh. that is what that ride, because it is lighthearted, because it does not build up the drop and the scariness of it, it 
brings everyone else at least close to that level of giddiness and people are more people are having fun more people are laughing in in between their screams and i love that it, it just it, you walk out of that ride like that was fun that was a, that was a good time and you yeah. you find out most people had a good time until you look at the ride photo and my wife is just cowering in fear <laughs> yeah um or a friend of the show uh nick jimenez looks looks like he got shot in the head (laughs) (laughs) i thought he was posing on every ride and then you told me that he was not posing that just what he looks like (laughs) yeah that was three kyle three rides in a row the ride photo nick is like just getting like shot in the head like it just his head is being thrown back like he just got assassinated and he's like he, having a good time <laughs> yeah he just that that was that was it he was uh he he doesn't ride a lot of rides and he just really mm. wanted to go um to like get over his fear of these kinds of rides and so he rode everything um and uh it's hilarious the the series <laughs> of ride photos we got with him i never uh, the entire time we were there that day i had no clue that he was scared of these rides so kudos <laughs> to him yeah, yeah yeah no he just he just I thought he was know, doing bits the whole time no no <laughs> he's really committed no. to the bit yeah yeah no 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 he was uh legitimately terrified um i told you about when we rode uh mission breakout and he had he curled up into the fetal position um while it was dropping no. and the ride the ride the ride just stopped and the loudspeaker over the loudspeaker please put your feet on the ground and he's just like oh he's talking about me and like put his feet on the ground and then it started again (laughs) oh yeah so um anyway it's i just have a lot of fond memories of of mission breakout more so because i mean the thing about mission breakout too which is worth noting is that the california adventure version of tower of terror was bad yeah, um like it was true. it was pretty half-assed uh mm. it was a cheap knockoff version of the orlando uh far superior uh tower of terror so mm. uh you know it's just everyone that had you know issues with the guardians of the galaxy thing is just because it's a new ip i think versus a more classic ip like twilight zone mm-hmm. um but I think it was a change for the better. I really do. It's especially in the case of California Adventure. The this this Orlando thing, I think we're all going to collectively do our best here. But <laughs> um I think we're all in agreement that if it never changed, that would probably be okay too. Oh sure, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. But I mean, like you said, it's an inevitability at this it point. It definitely you know? is. Yeah. yeah. Um all right, well let's get into it, guys. Uh mm-hmm. Brian, how would you retheme Twilight Zone, Tower of Terror. All right. So first off, we're going to talk about a little bit about the park since it is Hollywood Studios. And yet Mm -hmm. it's starting to kind of change a bit, you know, instead of being different areas of Hollywood. Now we've got, you know, Andy's backyard and Batu. So most of the most of the park is not even Hollywood themed anymore. It's just more like, you know, IP fest. That's okay. Mm -hmm. That's perfectly fine. But I wanted to, it's it's know, really like like it's really East Coast's answer to California Adventure. I mean, that's right. essentially they they share a lot uh, as far as the overall look and feel of the park for sure. Uh, so I was thinking about how do we keep that Hollywood theming in there, and also how do we embrace these new intellectual properties that Disney has taken. 
Uh, well, first off, I'm going to go with my joke answer here. First off, before we go on, <laughs> I was thinking about what's in the area, and I was thinking, oh, we got the rock and rolling co- roller coaster starring Aerosmith. So ha- for half a second, I thought, do I pitch Love in an Elevator starring Aerosmith? <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm sure they thought about it. I'm sure. Uh, it was in the cards at some point. <laughs> I said, I, Scott's going to kick me off this podcast if I come up with a, the whole bit about how we're going to do another Aerosmith ride. Hey, you know what? Like, here's the thing about Aerosmith. Um, well, they're not great. <laughs> but, no, they are uh, not. They are not. But, but it was my mom's favorite band was Aerosmith. <laughs> so I grew up listening to a lot of Aerosmith. So in a way that, like, you'll have a fondness for a bad movie, you know, like Hook. Um, growing up, <laughs> loving it to pieces, and then watching it later and being like, I should probably just never watch that again and just remember it fondly in my nostalgia. Um, that's kind of how I feel about Aerosmith. Moving past Aerosmith now. Uh, I L- listen, to- do I want it to happen? No. Would I write it? <laughs> yes, I absolutely would. <laughs> well, it's there. You have to write it, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's fair. Fair enough. There's nothing I wouldn't write. That's fair. Right, exactly. Uh, so... I was, I was thinking about uh, other IP that Disney has taken on with their Fox acquisition. And I was thinking, okay, what, what involves hotels? It's like, okay, Dunstan Checks In was a Fox property. Uh, no, <laughs> Dunstan Checks In ride doesn't work very well. Dunst, you could call it Dunstan Checks Out. <laughs> Dun, Dun, Dunstan Checks Out, and it's about the death of Dunstan. <laughs> and oh, and no. you, <laughs> as you drop to hell where Dunstan belongs. <laughs> oh, no. So it's also a riff on the fact that uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride doesn't exist on the Orlando parks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I also thought of, uh, let's see, uh, Home Alone 2 lost in New York, but then there would have to be a Trump <laughs> a, a Trump robot. And that we already have one too many Trump robots at Disney World. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but then I thought, oh, there is a Fox property that involves a skyscraper uh, that takes place in Los Angeles. Oh no! Are you going where I'm thinking? Oh think you're going? yeah! So, imagine this: you're walking down Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood Studios, and off in the distance is Nakatomi Tower. Oh, <laughs> and brilliant! So this is amazing. You're walking up, you see Nakatomi Tower. You you enter the lobby of Nakatomi Plaza. Instead of being a decrepit old hotel, it is a sleek, beautiful skyscraper. You're entering the lobby, and you're actually, and you're and you're being told you are there for the dedication of the McLean Observation Deck of Nakatomi Plaza. John himself is going to be there. He's going to be there to cut the ribbon, of course. And in the <laughs> lobby, there is a large statue of John McLean, you know, to, <laughs> to commemorate that, Qu- that man. Question: Does yes. the statue is the statue wearing shoes? Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> okay, good, excellent. <laughs> Uh, you know, and and my ideal one is actually a fountain, and his his feet are spl- spouting blood. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Did I? Did I? I've already mentioned to the to the guys, but to the listeners, I know Disney will never do this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it would be so great if they did. <laughs> uh, the, the the guests will enter the pre-show room, where the the li- the, the library room that is now. Uh, they're going to be shown a video tribute of John McClane talking about his acts of heroism on Christmas Eve 1988. Uh, the video begins to tell, uh, tell of his other exploits when the feed is suddenly taken over uh, by Lucy McClane. <laughs> Rightfully so. Rightfully so. <laughs> by Lucy McClane <laughs> and Matthew Farrell, uh, M- Mary Elizabeth Winstead and Justin Long from Live Free or Die Hard. <laughs> 
Uh, uh, please tell me this all leads to an animatronic Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> no, there's none of that. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I did animatronic for a Kevin moment, Smith? <laughs> I, I almost said Kevin Smith. I almost went with Kevin Smith. <laughs> Here's the thing. More than anyone else that you've got involved in this ride so far, he would absolutely do it. He yeah. would. I know in he would. In a heartbeat. <laughs> But make it the fat version, though. That's the one I want to see. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the version in the movie. So, right, you know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so Matt and Lucy are going to explain to the writers that the observation deck has already been taken control by Frederick Gruber, son of Hans Gruber. Oh, man. He had a brother and a son? He had a brother and a son. <laughs> uh, Matt and Lucy are telling the writers that John is waiting for them on the 25th floor, uh, just below the observation deck. Uh, Matt's going to hack the elevator system to take them off the elevator, uh, and John's going to take them off the elevator to safety. Uh, they're going to sign off, and the video re- is going to return back to the John McClane tribute. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then there's a loud bang on the on the door leading to the queue room. Uh, the door opens, and a cast member dresses one of uh, Gruber's henchmen. Uh, commands the writers to come with them. <laughs> mm. Uh, so this next key room is gonna uh, it's gonna be a modern skyscraper lobby again. It's not it's not gonna be the like what is it like the the industrial like back rooms. Oh, you're not gonna do like uh, like it's a floor that hasn't been finished yet. Like they're still working on this building, <laughs> like discline everywhere. No, no, yeah. it's been it's been like forty years. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's complete. what makes it that's what makes it funny <laughs> is that it's still not done. Oh, I feel God. like that's I feel like that's typical construction in LA. So that's true. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, fine. It's 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 not finished then. Let's yeah. let's go with that. It's the room where he steps on all the glass. It's that room. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the the writers are going to get uh, are going to be forced onto the elevator by by the terrorists. Uh, the terrorists are going to make sure that they pull on the the orange strap still. Uh, <laughs> The the elevator is going to be... They're, they're terrorists, know, not monsters, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> they got to make sure that the hostages get safely to the top floor. Right. Because then they have nothing to barter with. Right, right. exactly. That's perfect, uh, see? It's still value. <laughs> out. Uh, so it, 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 looks like it, it looks like a more traditional elevator, not like a freight elevator, I was thinking. Uh, there's going to be a small screen that's going to be displaying the Nakatomi logo. Uh, the mm-hmm. like upper right-hand corner above a panel of buttons for the... Uh, uh, for the floors uh matt and lucy will appear on that screen as the elevator begins to rise uh they're reminding the riders that they're going to the 25th floor john's going to get them to safety when they arrive on the 25th floor this is going to be the floor where you see the ghosts of the people who previously died you know you mm-hmm. stop about midway up and uh you're going to see john mcclain he's going to be there via projection mapping uh he's going to be uh they're having a shootout with uh, he's already going to be there having a shooting out with some of the terrorists and he's going to be yelling at uh, at uh, Matt and Lucy telling them no you need to you need to get them up higher I'll meet you there um, so doors close we get up to the, the top level where uh, uh, where the, the car starts to move forward uh, mm-hmm. we get there John uh, John has has climbed up the the remaining floors to get up to the top and but there are but there are terrorists there there is a shootout happening uh, a shootout happening and an animatronic john mcclain uh is shouting at matt and lucy "We, we you need to get them back down why can't you get them back down and 
uh, Matt says, "Oh, we've we've already got uh, we we have we have interference. We can't get them back down because the terrorists are already are are down there escorting people up." Uh, so he has, he says, "I have an idea," and then the elevator starts moving forward. John makes a quip about, "Oh, these uh, these buildings. I've never seen a building do this, an elevator do this, or something like that." You know, uh-huh. kind of lampshading the fact that it makes no sense that the elevator's moving forward, but sure. Okay, okay. Uh, so as the elevator's moving forward, though, we're moving in the middle of the shootout here. Uh, bullet holes are appearing in the in the sides of the elevator. Oh, cool. Uh, Matt and Lucy are struggling to get that door open. They're, they have to, they're working to get the door open. You hear them uh, working to get it open. And finally, it opens up. Uh, when you get into place at the very front, <clears throat> Frederick Gruber appears on the screen and he is taking control of the elevator. Uh, you find out that he may have taken control of the elevator. Th- then Matt comes back on and says, this might be a bumpy ride. Floor, uh, the elevator drops, uh, the, but the terrorists are going to be gaining control. Goes back up. Uh, uh, Matt gets, regains control at the very top. Says, got it. The elevator door is open. Uh, Lucy goes, what are you doing? Why did you open the door? That's when the writer's <laughs> picture is taken. <laughs> and elevator drops back down. Uh, so it's a tug of war between the two. Uh, and then the elevator reaches the top. Terrace Hacker says, now we've got you. McLean appears in the feed, punches Frederick, uh, mm-hmm. looks up into the camera and tells Lucy and Matt, they're all yours. The elevator plummets one last time. And cast members dressed as FBI agents usher the hostages off the ride. Mm. <laughs> so I'm, I'm missing one very important uh, factor I, in all this. Is it, when, it, I, think does, it's, I think it's going to be I think it's going to be the same thing that I have also. <laughs> When does Yippie Kaya come into play? Oh, okay. <laughs> nope, I have a different one. I okay. I demand only I I demand one plus up and one plus up only, Brian. Okay, and that is that is a a full audio animatronic of Reginald Vell Johnson. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> because without him, it's not Die Hard. <laughs> uh, Cap now now previously Sergeant now Captain Al Powell. Come on. Okay, uh, how about this? He is, as you're exiting, uh, you see him, and he's holding all of his Twinkies. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I love Can it. Can you buy Twinkies in the gift shop on the way out? I love oh, it. Oh, yes, please. Okay. Yeah. Who's, yeah. Uh, who, who is playing Gruber's son in this scenario? Oh, I haven't thought about that. Because I think it should be Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> That'd be good. I think, it'd be, I think it's a good choice. Yeah. Can, can he do a good German accent? I'm sure I don't, he can. Can he, can he do good any accents? I don't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's questionable. <laughs> he's charming. That's all that matters. But also, yeah. he can be, he can, he's, you know, his father died, so he was raised in England, and he just has an English accent. It's fine. Okay, sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, Jeremy Irons was his uncle, so. Right, That's yeah. True. So. yeah. Oh, was it his uncle, not his brother? Is that what it was? No, no, it was would have been Frederick's uncle. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. I'm, I'm losing my, my Gruber family tree. Uh, right <laughs> yeah as we all do uh, at some point in our lives uh yeah no that's amazing so what's the name of the ride uh i was uh die hard return to nakatomi oh okay fair enough fair enough no it's uh it's fantastic i think another important question i have for you is uh what is the holiday uh skin on this 
Is it just uh, is it just uh, adding Christmas lights? <laughs> no, I th- I think it's. Uh... Are the terrorists wearing uh, Christmas sweaters over their uniforms? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's just a sweater no, with bowl holes I think, in it. Yeah. I, I think uh, Bruce Willis just looks into the camera uh, at, right before you, you drop the final time says, Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and then you fall. <laughs> <laughs> End of debate. <laughs> drop. <laughs> uh, no, that's, uh, that's, that's brilliant. I, uh, I would you. absolutely uh, I would ride the shit out of that so many times. Uh, <laughs> so many times. <laughs> It's a shame that will never happen. Never in a million years, but God, I don't think the dream of it. terrorists in their theme park. Yeah. Look, some no. ideas are just too good to happen, okay? It's the, yeah. <laughs> the burden of brilliance. <laughs> All right, Kyle. How are you going to top that one? Okay, so I'm also going to have to say that mine would never fly in a million years for a number <laughs> of reasons, but one of them being that uh, I didn't. it didn't occur to me that maybe I should stick to an IP that Disney owns because the entire premise of this is that we're getting rid of the Twilight Zone since they got to cut a check to the, I don't know, uh, Rod Sterling estate every month. But um, yeah, so uh, when I was thinking about this, uh, so I love the fact that Tower of Terror is a horror-themed ride. I like it that every part kind of has a scary thing going on, like Haunted Mansion from Magic Kingdom, uh, you, maybe Expedition Everest for Animal Kingdom, and uh, well, Epcot doesn't it doesn't really fit. But anyway, um, I've always loved the fact that it's kind of a spooky, scary ride there in Hollywood Studios. So I was like, okay, well, I kind of want to stick with that, and started thinking about well, what are some iconic haunted hotel movies that exist out there, especially ones with maybe an iconic elevator scene. Uh, so the one I'm going to go with, and I'm really fitting this in, uh, it's a square peg in a round hole. So, uh, this is going to be, uh, the Overlook Hotel from The Shining. Oh, oh man. So, clearly right off the bat, we have a problem. <laughs> this thing doesn't look anything like the Timberline Lodge, uh, or, or the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park. And you know what? I'm just going to have to say that, uh, they didn't really, I mean, they put in their best effort where they could with Mission Breakout. So we're just going to have to accept that it's not going to look like the one from the movie. Just Maybe call it, re- just call it the Overlook 2. You know? Overlook too, yeah which, <laughs> yeah, which could fit into this whole thing, maybe. Um, but or you could just like cover the whole thing in like you know uh, redwood and just say, okay, it's a you know it's a chalet or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> the Overlook burned um, down and uh, and uh, Doctor Doctor Sleep, Sleep. Right? yeah, it so, did. Yes, it's so, yeah, they, they rebuilt it. Yeah, done. They, they rebuilt it. It is haunted by an echo of the past, and uh, there you go. Thank yeah. you. You must have the Shining. Yes. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so. The cue for the ride would just be a recreation of the hedge maze from the film. Uh, sand, snow, and everything, and maybe you could fit a skeleton in there for uh, you know an Easter egg. But uh, that'd be a nice way to snake people through there uh, to get up to the building. And so, the best part is they would have no idea how long the queue is. <laughs> exactly. And they could still see the tower the entire time, you know, yeah. so they'd be able to, to, to look at it. And uh, yeah, so, okay, um, the entrance, the lobby of the the Tower of Terror Hotel is made to look like, you know, a Hollywood era, like an old Hollywood era uh, hotel. Um, I was thinking we just replace that with the gold room. Uh, maybe do it to some sort of scale where it looks like the giant room. Y- are you guys familiar with the gold room uh, from The Shining? Yeah. This, uh, yeah. this is the yeah the big ballroom at the right. uh, from from several points in the movie, um, but have it be completely empty like it is earlier on in the film. Except for every now and then at the bar at the back of the gold room, you'd have Lloyd the bartender kind of materialize for a few seconds with a fully stocked bar and then disappear. Um, after that, the TV room, which is now where you get kind of the info dump on the history of the ride and everything, it would be a recreation of Stuart Ullman 
the manager for the Overlook Hotel's office. Everybody would go in there where there would be a TV on the desk that would kind of replay the grisly history of the Overlook Hotel. And since we're saying this is Overlook 2, maybe he'll talk a little bit about why they had to move to the new location other than everything being burned down and murders and whatnot. So um, one great thing about this is the boiler room could actually remain the same. Uh, There is a boiler room in The Shining that's kind of an integral part of the whole thing. So wouldn't really have to do a whole lot there. Um, So everybody is in the elevator. Uh, It looks the exact same as it did before. Uh, so it lifts up to the uh, what is now the star. I, I don't know the name of this thing. It's like I think I've heard of it called like the the star room uh, or something like that. It's the the, ho- the hallway where the ghosts materialize and wait oh, sure. at you. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it turns into stars and everything. Uh, so that is going to be replaced with the elevator doors that you see in The Shining. So it's going to stop there. You're going to park in front of it. You see the you know chairs on either side of it and the two red elevator doors where all of a sudden the Grady twins would materialize and Ooh. tell the guests that they want them to come and play with them forever and ever. Ooh. And then you hear an elevator ding. The doors open and a river of blood comes gushing towards the guests. But just in time, the elevator doors close and nobody gets wet. But of course, you can hear the blood splashing on the other side. Uh, So then we raise up to the uh, hallway section, which is going to put the uh, guests right in the middle of the climax of the film where Jack is trying to chase his family down. You're going to be moving down a hallway with doors on either side. And picture this of kind of like one of those Scooby-Doo scenes where they're chasing the ghosts and they go in one door and then come out another door. And then maybe (laughs) the ghost and Scooby come running out of a door and then Shaggy's chasing them or something like that. Kind of a throwback to that, but with, uh, you know, um, uh, kind of a family homicide theme to it. So we'll have Jack (laughs) opening doors with the ax or Wendy and Danny, maybe cowering with a knife in another door screaming at each other and you're just going between them the whole time until you see a wall at the end that is pitch black and then the words in red red rum appear on it and as you get close they split right down the middle on either side you're in the main elevator shaft so this is when the drops would come uh so there would be five different sequences that guests could see, and you get to see three of them while you're going up and down here. The first one, uh, guests would be dropped into the Torrance's bathroom where Jack is chopping away at the door trying to get to Wendy. And I'm thinking of this kind of like what I understand Mission Breakout to be, where it's like a projection mm-hmm. uh, that you're seeing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you'll stop for a second and then go up to something else. Uh, number two, the guests would be dropped into the gold room. Now, this time it's towards the end of the film where everything is decrepit and there's cobwebs everywhere and the chairs are all filled with skeletons. You sit there for a second, all of a sudden the skeletons spring to life and start running towards the guests before you drop again. Uh, the third sequence would be that guests would drop into a hallway where there's a man with his head split open with a glass of brandy saying, great party, isn't it? Before you're <laughs> dropped again. Uh, the fourth one would be uh, that guests are dropped into the actual lobby of the hotel where we would see Dick Halloran walking around for a second asking, hello, hello, where's everyone? Before all of a sudden Jack Torrance jumps out from behind a pillar and hits him in the chest with an ax. Oh, and no. Of course you, you drop again. Uh, and the fifth and final one would be at some point you drop into the bathroom, uh, the green bathroom from room 237 where at the far end you would see the shower curtain slowly get pulled aside by a, a decaying hand before you drop again. Uh, so that is the drop sequences for the ride. You would exit through the, uh, the lobby from the beginning of the film, uh, where Jack checks in to get his interview, but now everything's cleaned up and it's fully staffed with people and there's a gift shop and everything. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of my idea for a, uh, still keeping it horror, uh, <laughs> retheming of Tower of Terror to the Shining. Okay. Oh, was that, I... was that horror, Kyle? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so or, I, you know, I have it, an idea here for you. Yes. Uh, you know, to keep it on the same general theme, but we can make it a property that Disney owns. Mm-hmm. We can make it the Shinning. It would be <laughs> yes, a new Simpsons yes. ride. <laughs> Absolutely, I love it. You yeah. got the Shinning? Yeah, the Shinning. You don't want to get sued? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, Homer. I'm Grandpa. <laughs> or, <laughs> oh, I'm man. Johnny. I'm Grandpa. All work and no play makes Homer go something, something. Go crazy? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's uh, that's that's great, too. I, uh, I just uh, would be curious about what the exterior would look like, the building. Ultimately. Yeah, there's no way around that. I mean, ride system and whatnot, <laughs> unless you built a fake hill, I think that you would have to go up like maybe two or three stories to get into that would hide the rest of the ride underground. There's no real way to get around that whole thing. I mean, there'd yeah. be a massive earth movement to cover up that much ride. So, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, you just bury the ride. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Scott, what's uh, yeah, what's yours? Uh, okay, so um, I, as Brian alluded to at the beginning of this, uh, I came up with this ride while uh, we were hanging out together in uh, in California, and I pitched it to him, and uh, he was uh, upset that it, he was like upset with himself that he wanted it to happen. Um, <laughs> so, so there's that. Um. My my idea for this is that okay, so Mission Breakout um, is Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and I want to connect the two rides. And so what I'm going to do there's this great painting in Mission Breakout, um, and the painting is of uh, of uh, 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 man, I forgot his title. What is his title? The collector. The collector. Yeah, the collector. Thank you. It's the collector playing chess with his brother, the Grandmaster, ah. um, and uh, winning. And so I was like, wouldn't it be so cool if there was another ride that was the Grandmaster's ride and it had a companion painting in it where he was winning a game of chess? Um, <laughs> and, and then I thought, well, why not just make that? the the tower of terror in orlando and then i thought about it and i came up with this whole pitch for what it would be so the name of my ride is called uh thor escape from sakar um Mm. it it could also be called thor grandmaster getaway either one (laughs) um (laughs) but uh so the idea would be that the the tower would be his you know his sort of like regal um uh, palace with the uh, giant statues out front and everything of uh, past uh, contest of champion winners. And, um, you know, the queue would, would be relatively similar. Uh, the the exter- exterior queue would be relatively similar uh, to uh, what we have at in Mission Breakout. Um, but then when you get into the, the lobby area, uh, what you have is basically like a museum dedicated to uh, uh, past gladiators in the contest of champions. And on the TV, it's sort of like an ESPN 30 for 30 of the contest of champions, yeah. just sort of <laughs> going through the history of the contest of champions. And the concept of the ride is that um, the Grandmaster, after the events of Thor Ragnarok, 
has continued the contest of champions, but now the gla- the gladiators are supposedly no longer slaves. And so you're you as the guests are all coming in and you are going to try out to be the newest gladiators in the contest of champions. Um, and so you're going through and you're watching the history of the contest of champions and you're getting like all of these like cool, um, like Easter eggs of like other creatures and, and, uh, characters from, uh, the Marvel universe that maybe we haven't even seen before. Um, sort of like, uh, uh, one of the statues I think in the movie is, uh, beta Ray bill. So you might get some glimpses of, uh, beta Ray bill, uh, here who was uh, a previous contest of champion winner. Um, and then, uh, when you get going to the office, um, the, the office in this scenario is sort of like a, um, uh, I, I'm picturing it to basically look like the room, uh, uh, where, you know, uh, the grandmaster sort of talks to people where he meets with people. Um, but you're not going to meet the grandmaster here. Um, <laughs> you're just, it's just going to be an empty room with, uh, a, a, a TV, that is um, going to it, – it's sort of making a, a, an introduction to the introduction of, grand, of the Grandmaster. <laughs> um, this is uh, going to be led by his new chief of security, um, who I originally had the chief of security from Ragnarok, but apparently she gets killed in that movie. I don't remember that, but apparently it happens. Um, so uh, the new security head of security is going to be played by Jermaine Clement because much like – uh mission breakout this will be this in my mind this is going to be made during the production of love and thunder so um you know uh taika watiti is directing this entire ride the way that um uh james James Gunn. gunn directed um mission breakout so uh jermaine clement is the new like head of security and he's sort of like prepping you to to get ready to meet the grandmaster because you know, when you meet the Grandmaster, he's going to decide whether or not you can be a gladiator because the Grandmaster knows all things. And, you know, he's very kind now. He no longer takes people as slaves. And, uh, uh, you know, he, the, the, it's open to all. That's what makes the Contest of Champions great now um, is that it's open to all. But he still has final say on uh, who's going to get to be in it. But then he is interrupted by uh, Korg, Thor and Valkyrie. Thor and Valkyrie, of course, on a TV, but luckily uh, Korg, uh, being a, a creature, gets to be a full-blown animatronic um, in the room. And so he just like kind of pops up from like a like a almost like a like an elevator thing, like up from the ground. Like the ground, it just looks like ground, and then the ground opens up and an ele- and the animatronic comes up through the ground um, oh. of a full-size Korg animatronic who is uh uh, just using the uh, the the video feed featuring Thor and Valkyrie, um, they go through what their plan is, and their plan is basically that Cork felt real bad about bailing on all of his fo- fellow gladiators when they <laughs> left Sakar at the end of Ragnarok, Aww. and he wants to go back and save them because despite what the Grandmaster says, all of the people who were slaves before are still slaves because he doesn't have to do inventory on them. <laughs> Um, the way that he does for any new people. So he still has them as as slaves and he wants to go save them because he feels guilty that he got away and they didn't. Um, and Thor and, and Valkyrie are going to help. And the plan is that you as the guests are going to infiltrate uh, this 
the the grandmaster sort of uh, uh, proceedings of uh, becoming a a contest of champion uh, gladiator, and in doing so, the, it will grant them access to um, the uh, the 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 slave uh, gladiators who are on the bottom level. Um, so that's that's going to be the plan that they're going to use you to to help these other people escape, and uh, so you move on through into the the secondary queue, um, which uh, is going to just be like a really just this gorgeous sort of palace area, um, and uh, you're just going to line up. It's going to look uh, like a like it's going to be sort of. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of like it's like going to be partially like a a palace area and then partially like that area where Thor and Valkyrie have that conversation about how he loves women and and has respect for women and everything um that whole area um I'm trying to remember I don't remember what the context of that is in the in the thing but it's like where they were sort of uh lining people up to get ready to go into the gladiator match if it's I like remember correctly room. yeah like the holding room yeah, it was like a holding room. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be like you're going to have the holding room sort of like on the side and then you as guests are going to be walking through and and lining up to go um on uh on on your your trip to meet the grandmaster. And so what what happens is when you get into the elevator, um it's not being presented to you as an elevator. It's being presented to you as like, okay, this is where you you know you're we're we're just we're just shipping you in to go talk to the grandmaster like it's not um it's not trying to pretend to be an elevator despite the fact that that's what it is right <laughs> so so you get in and uh on the first show scene uh with the the ghosts um what you have there is basically a uh it, so in the in the movie when thor is going in to meet the grandmaster he's sitting in this chair and he's learning about the history of the grandmaster and it's like these these like crazy like shadow puppet things of like all of the things that the grandmaster has accomplished in creating the contest of champions and all of this stuff and so this room is going to be a recreation of that um where it's these uh uh these sort of like basic like animation shapes but it's going to be they're going to be animatronic and it's just going to be this crazy like um uh, uh, projection technology animatronic mixture thing uh, of of setting all of that up and then when the room is moving forward when you go up to the next level and the room starts moving forward we're going to blow air on you and you're going to see the sides are going to start moving really fast and the voice is going to come over that says you're going to meet the grandmaster in five <laughs> four three two one and then a giant jeff goldblum face is just going to be in front of you i love it um and he's going to look you over and decide which one of you is going to be uh going to be a gladiator and he's going to sort of he's going to do a little bit of crowd work right it's not live it's it's you know it's just it but it is going to vary depending on they're going to shoot like i don't know 20 of these and it's going to be you know jeff goldblum doing his jeff goldblum thing and doing some crowd work on like unsuspecting tourists you know uh -huh. <laughs> um and so you're going to show up and he's going to do his thing and then uh uh Thor and and everybody is go they're going to interrupt him and say like you know like okay guys get ready we're going to take you down and then they're going to you know drop you and then 
and I'm a little I'm a little cross with Brian for for uh, for sniping this from me. But <laughs> the idea is that the Grandmaster and Thor and all of them in the bottom and the Grandmaster at the top are fighting over you. Um, and so you're getting you're getting pulled back up to a screen of the of the grandmaster and he's like he's like have you been working for them and then they're like we got you and then they pull you back down <laughs> and it's just going to go back and forth back and forth um and then uh when you when, when finally uh the grandmaster is going to say like okay you know what you guys are in the right i shouldn't have slaves anymore uh i'm really sorry about that but i just want just, just, just to remember you all, I'm gonna take your picture and then take the picture, <laughs> and then he's like, "Okay, you're good," and then drops you again. <laughs> um, and then, and then, so like that's the, so that's the ride, and then you get you escape, and the uh, the people who let you let you in are the people who work for the contest of champions, but the people who let you out um, are uh, 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 like other gladiators, basically thanking you for saving them. I was thinking Novacore, feel- maybe. Yeah, sure. Oh, Novacore works too. I feel like this is the most probability of actually happening oh, out of anything. Sure. <laughs> you know, lawsuit yeah. with Universal uh, Parks pending, but at the same time, <laughs> I, I absolutely love it. It's uh, especially your connection to to make it. I have an idea for maybe a different name. Oh, uh, break in Thor, break in instead of break out. I don't know. Mission <laughs> oh, break in. Thor, okay. Mission break in. Oh, oh that's yeah, fun. that's kind of fun. That's kind of fun. Okay, um, so quick question for you. Uh, Will the Grandmaster actually pick a gladiator like a la like the the Rebel Spy or that guy in the Monsters <laughs> think, Inc. show? I think I've thought about that because I think that during the giant face Jeff Goldblum sequence, um, not the during the so during the drop sequence, you just see him standing in a room. Like there's two screens, one on the bottom floor, one on the top. And they're both like it's both them just being like, okay, come on, get off the right, and then it goes back up, and then it's and then he's like, <laughs> you're not going anywhere. I need to, you know, you one of you is my is my uh, my 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 new champion. Um, but yeah, during the during the giant head sequence, which is which is in the moving forward sequence, right? Um, I think that's when he he chooses someone and then says, oh, what about you? And then you get the you get the picture up on the on the thing. Um, yeah. I think I think that's definitely the best uh, the best point of that, because then it's like it's like multiple things that are uh, uh, a reason to rewrite it. Uh, one, it would be a fun ride. But two, mm-hmm. you get a new like Jeff Goldblum like riff you know mm-hmm. like one of 20 riffs or something that you could possibly get <laughs> plus everybody wants to be the chosen gladiator yeah i i i, I, want, I want to write this I, I... <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i have heard rumors i don't know if you guys have heard this that they're just going to turn the orlando one into another version of mission breakout where the uh the the move forward section is um like all of the creatures getting broke like breaking out of their cages mm, uh-huh. um i've heard of that i've heard that rumor that that's something that they've bandied about but i really do think that a better use of this ride is doing a brand new ride that is like a sister ride to mission breakout and with, right right with uh was it galactic rewind or oh cosmic rewind yeah cosmic rewind yeah that's that's a lot of guardians yeah, I agree. It is, but Guardians is one of the few properties that they actually have the ability to use in the East Coast. So, yeah, now. you know, and it's it is it is a very popular. Well, I mean, it, it's cooled down significantly since we haven't had a movie in a while. But I mean, you know, Guardians is I, I could definitely see them using that. It's 
I'm thinking that we're probably considering the current state of things. If we do get a retheme for this in that manner, it's going to be a very long time before that happens. Uh, But uh, that is one I would not object to. I think that that could be a very, very cool use of it. Yeah, I I think that um, I I mean, I, you know, one of the future episodes that I want to do for retheme this is like a series of episodes about each Mm. area of Islands of Adventure. Um, because I think that that's, I think that's happening. Like, I, I, I think that's going to happen at some point. They're going to drop Marvel superhero Island in return for the Simpsons. Like, I think that that was always Disney's plan. Um, you know, as far as like their strategy of getting the Marvel characters back for, uh, Disney parks in Orlando. Um, I think they're going to use the Simpsons as like, Oh, you know, that brand new land you just bought shame if anything happened to it. (laughs) (laughs) um some mobster tactics uh i i just i i i there's no way that that doesn't eventually happen because yeah um i i mean i don't even know what universal is i i don't know what they're trying to prove by keeping marvel superhero island open like just close (laughs) close and retheme that thing um and uh that's definitely one that i want to do uh in the not too distant future for retheme this absolutely i like that be a fun one yeah um all right i guess that's it right i think so yeah covered a lot of bases there i um uh you know i'm wondering if if it would be a fun idea maybe to have people vote on which one of these that they would prefer to ride out of the three of us (laughs) oh yeah that's joke or something i I can set up a poll on uh, the twitter and uh, the listener group well it's a it's it's a patreon thing so i wonder if we should keep it on patreon or what should we do there? Or I guess, hey, listeners, why don't you vote on that too? Would you like to see it on Patreon? Yeah. Only or <laughs> Maybe, but how many how many if polls we, how many polls can we do? If we well, make it public, thing. though, if we make it so everyone can see it, then it'll entice people to come to the Patreon to exactly. listen. Exactly. There FOMO. you go. FOMO. Smart man. Always yeah. be selling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> FOMO. Uh, all right. We appreciate Nothing, all no- the listeners we already have on the Patreon. Absolutely. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but nothing sells pa- Patreon more than FOMO. When <laughs> 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 I look at all of my Patreon support, it's either friends of mine or uh, it's total FOMO. Like that's the that's the reason that I'm a Patreon supporter. <laughs> right. I don't want to miss out on whatever they're putting out over there. Um, yeah. All right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for being a Patreon supporter. And uh, we'll be back uh, soon with another one of these. Uh, probably, probably, I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Another one we talked about was Splash Mountain doing that at some point. Um, yeah. But I feel like we should probably do something universal next, which is why I'm leaning toward uh, maybe Marvel Superhero Island. Mm. That'd be great. Yeah. Yep. So, all right. Uh, we'll talk to you then. Bye, everybody. Bye.